Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome to the Revitalise and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I am joined by Kate and Sophie. Hello, ladies. Hi. Um, Today we're going to be talking about fostering creativity in-house. Often people don't necessarily have um, budgets, particularly in smaller companies, to be able to be bringing people in. Um, But on that note, before I go off on one, we should probably talk about what we mean by fostering creativity who wants to start yeah I'm happy to start Jenny so when we talk about creativity I think there's sometimes some misconceptions around it I think quite a lot of people um, think of creativity as this big colourful characters coming up with you know amazing campaigns and always working on this kind of different level to everybody else Mm -hmm. and I think that comes back quite often to labels that are attached to us when we're children you know you're creative or you're not creative mm-hmm. or you're you know you're, you're this way or another way and actually when you strip it back creativity can be defined as the ability to bring something valuable into the world so if you actually stop and think about that for a minute that can mean an awful lot of different things but ultimately it's about problem solving and we can all do that. So I think really important to set the scene before we kind of delve into um, this episode of the podcast more is that every single person has the ability to be creative. There is no such thing as I'm not a creative person. Of course, Mm -hmm. there's a big wide spectrum there. Um, And also every single industry and every single business also has to use creativity to survive. If you think about it in terms of just overcoming problems, thinking outside the box, um, that's really what we're talking about when we mean creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sums it up very nicely. Thank you. And I think that's it. As you say, it's just making sure it's not just about big creative ideas that are um yeah whether it's writing or campaigns or something visual it is just how do you what is the problem how do you solve it in the best possible way and I like to think of it Jenny as well as not so I think creativity can sort of put a little bit of people off and they think that oh like like Kate said they I'm not a creative person or we're not a creative business so I think another helpful way to look at it is it almost putting creativity and innovation together and think about it as in terms of innovating because all businesses need to innovate and the way you would do that is by solving problems and that is in itself being creative so I don't agree with the view that some people are creative and some people aren't I think everyone has got the ability to be creative or innovative because Mm -hmm. that's solving problems and it's just about making sure you can bring that out in your team and I know we're going to talk about that a little bit today yeah Oh, well, there we go. That does lead on very nicely then into, so how how do people get started? Anyone listening now is like, right, great, we need to in, 
inject a bit of creativity into our business and um, we've got particular problems to solve where where do they start how's the best to sort of foster that so i think that you should empower the people you already have and what i mean by that is if you think you have got a problem which needs a creative solution and you're thinking oh I'm going to have to hire a new creative team mm -hmm. I'd say take a step back from that and think about the people you've already got and what can you do to create a culture and an environment that allows them to thrive and be creative and I think part of that is having a culture where failure is celebrated. Now, I know Google's a really famous example of a company that throws parties when they have a big failure because it means that their <laughs> company has tried something. And yeah, they may have, may have failed, it may not have worked out, but it's still moving it forward. So I think that is a really critical learning to take. And like any business, you don't have to be the size of Google for that to work for you. But to create an environment where it's okay to make mistakes, I think that would be a good starting point. Mm. And I think to add to that, I think expecting people to be able to come up with <clears throat> creative thoughts and ideas on demand as well yeah. is possibly a little bit unrealistic. We all, even the most, you know, creative artists mm. out there have days actually where they're just like, no, can't do it today. Um, so, so I think creating the right environment is, is absolutely critical. And if you think about it, quite often, it's very common, isn't it, when you're talking to people about creativity, people say, oh, do you know what, I come up with my best ideas and my best, I solve problems when I'm driving the car or when I'm in the shower. Mm -hmm. or, and that isn't a coincidence, you know, there's a very clear reason as to why that happens. And I think we've, we've, because we're all living very busy lives, we've almost lost the ability to be bored. We, we're constantly, um, mm. we need to be stimulated by stuff all the time. So those ideas are coming to people when they're in the shower, when they're driving a car, not to say people aren't concentrating when they're driving, <laughs> but it's that you're not being distracted by lots of other things. And actually you're giving your mind a chance to mm. think and to explore and to be curious. And all of those things are really critical um, when you're talking about creativity. So I think thinking about the environment and giving people the time and space to be mm. creative is really important. Don't just sit everybody around a table and say, right, we've got to solve all of these problems now or come up with these ideas because chances are that's just going to actually stifle creativity within your team. Yeah, so giving people the, sp the space, sort of allowing them the space and time to be creative at times that suit them as well. So, and, you know, I think we all probably work Nowadays, you work in a time where every single minute of your time has to be taken up by, by something productive and actually having some space and some time to problem solve and be creative is ultimately productive because you will be um, benefiting the business. Um, so, I mean, how, how do people build in that time? <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's, I mean, for us, I mean, I think about it, we we just make sure we 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 do have scheduled times with our teams. But equally, there's really small things that can be done every day, which is lots of reading, making sure that you're reading plenty of stuff in your industry, um, keeping up to date with what's happening, whether it's in the news, um, how other companies are solving particular problems. It's likely that you've got a challenge or problem within your business that isn't unique. Mm. So you can certainly take inspiration from others. Mm. I think um, 
when you're talking about whole teams having creativity, for example, if, if we as a team knew that we needed to brainstorm some ideas, the way that we approach it at ADPR is that we'll send out a brief where possible a few days in advance to the whole team and we'll sort of say to people, go away and, and think about it. And within that then, it's it's possible for people to work out their own creative space because for some people they can be really creative in a busy atmosphere for other people they might need to go for a walk to think about things um creativity comes to people at different times and i think whilst people are going away and thinking about those things it's about because these ideas tend to pop into your mind when you're not sitting in front of your computer you know have a notebook with you all the time or record it into your phone or whenever mm -hmm. you've got those ideas kind of jot them down keep a record of them somewhere and then you can always you, you almost build up this bank of thoughts ideas words mm -hmm. pictures whatever it is that inspires you um and you can you can look back on that and then have a think through those ideas is that by the time we're sitting down and coming into our brainstorm everybody has had a bit of time to figure it mm -hmm. out for themselves and then I know Sophie you were chatting earlier about the importance of everybody as well being given a fair share of, of voice in those situations. Yeah absolutely so research shows that teams where everyone speaks equally in a brainstorming type situation outperform those where there's perhaps one or two bigger characters that can dominate which actually kills innovation so that really goes against that traditional view of having your one maverick creative and actually I think it's more important to build a culture at your organization where people feel psychologically safe to put forward mm -hmm. ideas and I think that culture is more important than hiring your one person who always comes up with amazing ideas and I think that's where it comes back to empowering the teams you've already got or if you are looking to expand your team hire people that are keen to solve your problems and if they've got that shared commitment to your mission then they'll be more likely to be coming up with creative ideas just mm -hmm. naturally without feeling like they have to come up with a creative idea, if you see what I mean. So I think creating that sort of really positive atmosphere where people feel confident to be able to say mm -hmm. an idea, they're not going to get ridiculed and you're, there's not going to be a negative response. I think that's really important. Um, I know we've got a few things that we've learned over the years at ADPR where, you know, you don't sort of shoot down somebody's idea. You might, you just add to it. So instead of saying, oh, no, but instead you'd say and we could so you're sort of building on it something rather than taking away mm -hmm. from something and sometimes that that's where the best ideas come from someone comes up with an idea um that, that maybe on its own wouldn't work but that will trigger something from somebody else that they hadn't mm. thought about and you know it's very rare that one idea will come to the table and we all sit around and go yes that's absolutely it mm -hmm. it really is a combination then of everybody going exactly as Sophie said yeah yeah and what else and what else could we add to that and how else could we approach that and that's sort of where the magic happens really yeah and and I suppose I would add to it, sort of take, taking it back slightly, is before, um, and we're all naturally solutions people, we all want to immediately jump into solutions and jump into ideas, but actually we know in a planning process um, for problem solving and for being creative is you need to sit with the problem for quite a long time before you even start thinking of those solutions. So um, spend a lot of time actually looking at what the challenge is, what the problem is, what your objective is, um, and asking why it's a problem, 
why you know what kind of impact it has and then things grow from there but it's amazing isn't it actually how people jump from jump immediately into I have to have this creative idea or I have to solve this problem immediately without actually sitting with it for a while and and like you know pulling it apart really to find out why it's a problem in the first place and then that's where the seed of the solution comes mm. from um, yeah because ultimately you could have a really an, a really amazing creative idea um and just talking from a communications perspective if that idea isn't actually going to deliver on the on the goals and objectives for for the client or, or for the business um the idea could be amazing but it, it still isn't going to work so yeah. you might then need to refine it or as you say jenny if you do that groundwork and research and don't be afraid to look at what other people are doing for inspiration and, yeah. and to look at other campaigns and other things that you really love because, and I'm not suggesting go out and blatantly <laughs> copy, but you know, you can you can be inspired and sometimes you can just see something and think, oh yes, something in that idea will work and you can build your own idea. And I think that's why it's important to read outside of just your industry as well. So mm. for people with businesses in certain sectors, if they look at perhaps how completely different businesses and completely different industries have faced something similar it's just the approach might still work for you even if you think on the face of it it's completely different so I'd say definitely that research phase is really important and to read really widely around that when you can Mm -hmm. and and on that kind of diversity of industry um Sophie we were talking you were talking about earlier weren't you in terms of the teams and when you come together to problem solve and brainstorm, making sure that you've got a good variety of people. Absolutely, yeah. Diverse teams are smarter, they're more creative and they examine the facts more. So not only is having a diverse team great for your business but it actually will help you come up with more with better ideas Mm -hmm. that help to solve your problems more effectively and when you're looking at hiring your team look for skills where people can collaborate and they listen and they are good at building strong networks because those are the qualities that actually make for really creative solution um problem solvers Mm -hmm. so that's the sort of people that you want in your team and you can really help to drive the innovation within your business when you're hiring from that perspective rather than hiring somebody because they come up with you know a mad idea every now and then actually better to have someone that's going to collaborate listen Mm -hmm. work with other people in a culture where they feel really safe and supported that's how you're going to come up with those really interesting ideas that help to solve your business's problems you're so right I'm just thinking back to an example we had as well about everybody in the team having a, having a voice we had um an apprentice uh, this is going back a few years an apprentice and i think it was in his first week of joining us we had a brainstorm and i think you know probably nobody necessarily expected him to be feeling confident enough to put lots of ideas on the table but he just landed on one thing and we all had that moment you know where you all sit and you're like oh He's it. Got it. <laughs> he's got it. By Jove, he's yeah. got it. <laughs> he can stay. <laughs> um, but it was a blooming brilliant idea. Mm. The client loved it. It rolled on for I think three years or something. This this campaign and and you know yes, the whole team helped to develop it and bring it to life. 
but that was just that one thought from from that mm-hmm. one person sitting around the table um and it just goes it doesn't really matter how much experience you've got mm-hmm. how confident you are we can all have these ideas and sometimes we surprise ourselves when yeah. we do it you know you think oh where did that come from and i think you know in in house in a business as well it's um that's where we talk about diversity it's also make sure you've got you're getting ideas from people from all over the company. So you've got people on the coal face that might be in a customer service role. You've got, you know, your managing director. You've got people from all levels and all areas because everybody will have a different view of how your company works and how you might be able to solve a particular problem or um, come up with a really great creative idea that you might not have expected. But, you know, if you have it as a bit of an echo chamber with the same people all the time that you think are the ones that need to come up with all the ideas, you know, it's going to get stale very quickly and you'll miss out on that really rich view of of everything. So it's really important to get that good variety of people mm, and quite together. often you find that the people who would label themselves as being, you know, highly creative, they are amazing and they can come up with ideas and, you know, drop of a hat. But they quite often miss the detail as well. Um, And that's where, again, it comes back to you have to test the ideas constantly and keep going back to, okay, does this solve the problem we're trying to solve? Does this meet the objectives? Is this going to make the target audience do what we want them to do? Um, And and quite often, you know, those creative people aren't going to be on the details. So you really do need everybody in the company or, or certainly a good cross-section of mm-hmm. people within the company to come together and, and put these ideas together. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I felt like we, we came to a slight pause. Was there anything else we need to talk about in terms of diverse teams? Um, and I suppose practical ideas in terms of where we are potentially brainstorming any tips around how to do that so how say we've got you know we're amazing we've got this great cross-section of our business in a room we're ready to do some brainstorming um where where do you start or do you have any top tips on any kind of do's and don'ts what you should and shouldn't be doing i think i think you have to do what's right given the circumstances given the client given the problem you're trying to solve we've we've seen it done in a number of different ways and tried it ourselves in a number of different ways for us like i said before it tends to work where people go away and and they we kind of go around the room and everybody talks through their ideas and everybody mm-hmm. listens and then we kind of have a bit of a you know we all start going oh and another thing and another thing yeah always have somebody actually really important always have somebody taking notes as well because when yeah. you're when you're brainstorming, sometimes the ideas fly around. You're all in this kind of heightened mode of, you know, with your creative minds on. And um, and then you go away and think, oh, that was a really good idea there, but I didn't capture it. Um, so make sure that, that you write everything down and then actually as a team kind of come back and, and reflect on the ideas that you've come up with. Um, <clears throat> other ways that I've seen it done before as well um, is that you would uh, almost create uh, a space in the office where you might have sheets of paper on the wall or mm-hmm. people write ideas and thoughts down on on post-it notes and they go and stick it under different themes around the wall so actually everybody then comes up with three or four ideas each um stick stick them around the office um that can sometimes work really well if you have a team that 
aren't so confident about speaking and articulating their ideas that can be a really nice way for people just to write down their thoughts and anonymously stick them on the wall and then run away from them and and, you know I'm sure their ideas are great but um again just from confidence building that can be quite a nice way to do it um and finally sorry Jenny I would just say finally don't assume that you've got to do your brainstorming in an office environment Mm. sometimes office environments and it depends where you are but sometimes office environments are really stifling and if you've all been sitting staring at your screens all morning and then someone calls you to a table to have a brainstorm your head's somewhere else um you're probably feeling a bit tired you're not you know that you could take your brainstorm outside be somewhere else go to a cafe go somewhere Mm -hmm. that's going to maybe trigger trigger those creative juices to flow rather than just sitting in the office I'd also say it's important to have someone that's the role of a moderator as well just Mm -hmm. to ensure that everybody's getting an equal share of voice because as I mentioned earlier if you've got one or two people dominating the conversation that actually stifles innovation and can Mm. create a culture where people don't feel safe to put forward their comments if you've got a moderator there who can ensure that everyone's got a share of voice I think that can help to create Mm. that psychologically safe environment and I think also as much as we want them to be positive, there should be somebody who's happy to play the devil's advocate role just mm-hmm. to ensure that you're always looking at things from another point of view or to see what potential pitfalls there could be. This is particularly if you're talking about launching a big advertising campaign or something like that. Just want to make sure that you're definitely looking at it from all possible options because yeah. as much as we want to have diverse teams, there is a possibility that your agency or your business doesn't and that could be you're all looking at it from one point of view and someone else could come up with something and say well actually this could be seen to be discriminatory against or so, you know somebody with this background might not f- like that mm-hmm. so I just think having someone who can moderate and then someone who could be play a bit of a devil's advocate while still being positive and supportive that can just to help to ensure you're getting as wide across range of views as, as possible. Yeah and I think um, following on from that and sort of touching slightly on what you were saying, Kate, about sticking post-its up around the wall, that can stop um, the temptation of, um, usually people don't know, you get in front of a board and people go, right, give me your ideas. And somebody's brave enough to throw out the first one or two. And you'll find that everybody else's ideas branch off those original ones. It just either naturally happens because they now feel like they can't think of anything else because they're staring at those other ideas on the wall, Or it can be that the very confident people have put those ideas up first and the less confident people are like, well, I should probably just support what they're saying because they've got more experience than me or, you know, they know what they're talking about and I don't. So it's that kind of having one... I'm not going to be able to say anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Anonymity. Of writing it to everyone, writing their ideas down first and, yeah, having a moderator to help... Um, make sure that everybody has their views um, is really important. There's nothing worse, is it? We've all sat in those brainstorms and you might have prepared it in advance. You come up with an idea and you think, yes, I've got my idea. I've got it really well planned. And it goes around the room and somebody else says your idea. And you're (laughs) like, no, who's going to say that? That's my idea. And then when it comes to you, you you then, rather than actually listening to everybody else's ideas, you're kind of frantically panicking and trying to come up with something new Mm. in your mind because you think well if I just say oh well I came up with the same idea as that person over there you almost feel like you haven't made the effort or people won't think yeah there's 
our minds are horrible to us (laughs) and all of this stuff goes on so I think yeah from that point of view again writing things down can be quite a powerful can be quite a good way to do it and I just add that I think it can be helpful to have a time limit as well because I think Mm. otherwise there can be a tendency for these things just to sort of drag on and nobody really knows when it's finished like have we definitely come up with something or not and you don't want to have to keep going until you come up with something so whether it's a quick 10 minutes and it literally is 10 minutes with an alarm set and if you've not come up with anything in 10 minutes that's fine you know it's not a big deal or if you just say we're going to have a meeting but we are only going to keep it to 30 minutes and you don't have the pressure of we have to come up with something in those 30 minutes but it's just a chance to explore some Mm. ideas I think it can be useful to just set a time limit so you're not just in it you know until the end of time desperately (laughs) trying to think of something if it's not working let's like draw a line under it and everybody go back and try Mm. some of these other things you know like go out for a walk go out for a horse ride whatever it is people need to do to think about um, something different and then perhaps that might be when the idea comes yeah no it's it's good I think there is so much as you say uh, sometimes we put pressure on ourselves to be like you have to find an idea in a certain amount of time but actually you know good ideas can take time you do need to sit with them for a bit and come back and revisit and pick them apart but um it's all there and it is, as, as we said earlier, it's all about solving a problem. That's all it is. It's not about whether you're sort of this super creative person that wears wacky clothing and, you know, mm-hmm. is an artist. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's just about problem solving. Yeah, so, and, and idea sharing. And I think possibly a good way to leave, to, to leave the end today's session is is to actually think that, you know, practice it. Like anything, the mm-hmm. more you do it, the easier the easier it becomes, um, the more confident you'll become and the more those ideas, you know, the more you think of ideas, the more that triggers ideas. So don't just try and brainstorm. If you're not used to brainstorming within your company, don't expect it to be perfect the first time you do it. Um, but don't give up on it. Keep trying. Keep bringing people in. Keep encouraging people as well. Encourage your team to bring ideas to the table, even when you haven't scheduled in a brainstorm. Yeah. You know, I quite yeah. often will just randomly ideas will come into my head, and I think, oh, oh, I've got to email Sophie and Jenny with that quickly before I forget <laughs> it. Um, and it might not go anywhere, but it, but it might. But if you have the mm. sort of culture that encourages people to do that, then you know, there are and there are companies. I'm not going to be able to think of them off the top of my head now, but there are companies that put a financial value don't they and reward on employees that if they bring forward an idea that changes the business in some way or saves them money or brings them in new revenue you get incentives you get shares or bonuses or that that kind of thing just for coming up with an a good idea that if it gets implemented um so there is also there is also that kind of incentive you can put in place um, and as you say, encourage everyone. It's not just one person's job to come up with ideas. It's, you know, everybody has a unique point of view that they can bring to the table. And with that, I think we can wrap up, can't we? Um, we could probably talk about creativity forever because we love it and we love problem solving. But um, if you have any questions from today, if you want a little bit of a mini brainstorm, then do get in touch with us. Um, you can reach us through the website, which is adpr.co.uk. Drop us a line, ask us some questions. Um, let us know if there's anything you'd like us to cover on the podcast. Um, if not, thank you very much for tuning in again and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.